0: Hey everybody, it's the Sly Dog here up Top. Wanted to, again, wanted to thank you for checking out my uh, Sly Dog Summer Tour series. In this episode, you're going to hear myself and the wife talk about a Joe Jackson show we just saw. It was my first time seeing him. It was a great show. We saw him at the Magnolia in El Cajon. And uh, like I, I did at the top of the previous show, I'm not going to explain why we did this series. You can go check out the previous episode on Culture Club for that. But uh, I want to let you know that if, if this is your first one you're checking out, that the audio is going to not be indicative of the normal show. Um, this is recorded off the air on my phone at, right after the show, so you get our fresh thoughts right away. Um, like I said, if you guys enjoy these, I might find a way to record these better going forward. but I uh, hope you guys enjoy this little off-the cuff podcast and hit that music.
1: sly dog music cast now
0: here's your host the sly dog welcome back to the sly dog music cast i'm your host the sly dog and joining me again is the wife hello say hello
1: hello
0: all right well this is part two of a little uh, special uh, concert review series we're doing. Uh, we have a little block of concerts we're going to, and I thought it'd be fun if we talked about them. Last time you heard us talk about Culture Club. Tonight we're talking about uh, another uh, English gentleman. Uh, we're talking about Joe Jackson. Um, so Mara, do you have any thoughts? Like, like, or I should say, before we go, go like, get into the show, like, going into this, like, what were your thoughts on Joe Jackson? Like, did you enjoy like his music when I played it around the house? Did you like have any like, you know, songs you thought, oh, I can't wait to hear this, or were you just kind of like, ah, just cool?
2: latter I guess I didn't it wasn't something somebody I dreaded but not necessarily like somebody I was excited about I was a little disappointed when I heard that we weren't going to get like the full full band with all the instruments because I'm a I'm a band geek and I, I love it when there's like instruments outside of you know the typical like rock band so, so you heard,
0: wanted the big band. I
2: wanted the big band. So when I heard that it wasn't going to be the big band, I, I was a little a little disappointed about that. So my my expectations were a little a little tempered there.
0: I, I also have to point out I do think you like to make the pets sing. I'm the man. I think you like to make our animals sing that. I, at least yes. at least the toodle.
2: Yes, Copper likes to sing that song. So. Different.
0: So yeah, uh, I I I will take Joe Jackson in any incarnation. I'm I'm a huge fan, and I really he was really one of my pandemic discoveries. Like I, I'd always known the first album because my dad has it on cassette, and I remember listening to it as a kid and being really impressed with it. And if you are a listener, you know I did a whole series on Joe Jackson with my buddy John Lemro so go check that out if you haven't heard it. But uh, I'd never seen him before, and uh, I was kind of worried with the pandemic. You know, Joe's a niche artist. And the pandemic has made it harder for everybody to tour. I was kind of worried he wouldn't get back to America. Or if he did, it would be on a limited scope. But thankfully, he not only made it back to America, he's doing a huge tour. And he's playing not far from where, where I live. So, fucking yeah, I'm going to go see Joe Jackson. I was pumped. Like, I've I've been hyped. And I'm sure you've noticed me playing a lot of Joe Jackson these last couple weeks. <laughs> yep. So, uh, this show is at one of our usual haunts, the Magnolia. Um, it's a uh, former police station turned concert venue.
2: Former jail.
0: Former jail. Which means someone has probably died uh, in the venue. Which
2: means I tend to make jokes about that.
0: How many human rights violations do you think occurred in the venue? A lot. A lot. For sure. <laughs> uh, but right now, the now the only rights violations that occur are the astronomical prices on drinks and food. I digress, though. Yeah, um,
2: like that $20 cherry whiskey drink <laughs> that I quickly
0: decided I did not want. <laughs> yeah, like, no alcohol tonight, just uh, liquid death for us. But we got we got to the venue, and, you know, we're both a little tired today. I won't get into the reasons why we're tired, but we're a little tired, and uh, I think the music reinvigorated us. Oh my God. Um, we get there, <laughs> and we sit down in our seats. We go into the the, the uh, arena, I guess you could say, early, and we sit down. And it's playing, like, salsa, like, Samba. I don't know what would you call the music we were hearing. Latin it was American,
2: more like mariachi. yeah.
0: Mariachi. Yeah, it was not what was what I expected. Uh, oh it was yeah, because sh-
2: like outside they were playing like classic rock. Yeah, like, like Def Leppard and Supply. Or, like, yeah.
0: So like we went from like pour some sugar on me to like.
1: Know, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely a vibe. Uh, but we sat, we chilled, and then eventually the house lights go down and uh the tour is called the sing you sinners tour and that song which is an old uh it's an old jazz standard it's an old gospel standard starts to play and uh i was like okay here we go here we go and then the band kind of slowly trickles onto the stage and then the man himself uh mr joe jackson very tall very lanky uh sporting a fabulously purple ye- and yellow suit was it purple and yellow or is it blue
2: uh, it was either purple or blue, I'm
0: not sure. Uh, it, this, this bright, awesome suit, looking sharp, pun intended. Um, he comes out and we launch right into, uh, One More Time. And what was cool about the first six songs in the set is it was this, like, back and forth thing. He would do a song from this first album and he would do a song from, uh, his most recent album, Fool. And so that was, uh, he did One More Time and Sunday Papers and Look Sharp from the first album. And he did, uh... Big Black Cloud, Dave, and Fabulously Absolute from uh, the new record. Uh, All in very quick succession. No banter between songs. Like, they all kind of were, like, played so that they kind of bled into each other. Uh, Any thoughts on, like, this, like, opening trip tech that was going on? I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, it was good. I I did notice that one of the ones that I did know, Sunday Papers, he messed up the words.
0: That was wow. kind of funny. <laughs> and
2: it's pretty obvious, obviously, if I noticed it, then he messed up the words. Because I was just, like, super confused. I was like, what just happened?
0: Yeah, he oh, he was starting to laugh. <laughs> he, it's it's a, That song has a lot of words. And maybe his, he has an iPad. I don't know if you noticed. He has an iPad on his oh, keyboard. Oh, I
2: didn't notice that. Uh,
0: that has his lyrics for him.
2: Oh, okay. The um, lights were really bright, so it was hard to see.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I was going to get to later. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on it now. I couldn't get good pictures, nor could I see Joe's face very well no, tonight. No, yeah,
2: you could not. I mean, it doesn't help that he's like paler than I am.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs>
2: but yeah, you could not like you could not get a good picture of that man because it, the lighting was just so freaking bright. Like, and it was he is ridiculous.
0: Part snowman, I'm well, sure. Well, even
2: it... at one point was like, "Hey, this light is really bright. Can you turn it down?" And they turned it down like just like yeah. a tiny bit, and it's like, "Okay, that's not." Enough. Yeah he like, actually said
0: it was hurting his eyes yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah they
2: were definitely like Overdoing the lights
0: I, I will say though like just to go back to the music For a second I I liked The, the idea of going the back and forth because You could kind of see how Joe has grown but is, is The same in some ways like The new songs were still kind of punky but they had a little piano In it a little bit more thoughtful Lyrics and But they still had a lot of energy So I thought that was really cool and yeah, you're, you're right, the, uh, the lighting did not do do him uh, any favors. Um, so next we moved into a little section of the show where it was just Joe, solo, piano.
2: So the one right before the, the solo piano section, that one woke me up. What was that one?
0: Fabulously Absolute.
2: That one, yeah, that one is the one that kind of woke me up because like right before that one, I'm going to be honest with you, I was about to fall asleep.
0: You didn't like look sharp. No. Wow. Oh.
2: I was about to fall asleep, and then that one came on, and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. This is, like, the, the more, like, punkier, like, upbeat stuff. That was a
0: new song, by the way. That yeah. was... Wow. Okay. I liked
2: that one a lot. Yeah,
0: that, that song is funny, too. Like, yeah,
2: no, that one was good. <laughs> I liked that one a lot. And I was like, okay, here we go.
0: Like, the only one I would say that was kind of boring in the opening, opening six songs was, uh, I'm not a big fan of Dave from the new album.
2: Okay.
0: Like, which is, you know, like, I, I get what he's saying with the song, but it's just
2: kind Maybe of... Maybe it was that one that I was starting to fall asleep
0: Dave on. Dave lives in a cave okay, under think, a hill. I think that was
2: the one that I was starting to fall asleep on, and then I didn't get, like, fully, like, re-invigorated like invigorated until Until fabulously Yeah, absolute. until that song, and then I was like, okay, here well, we go. Well, that
0: one's a basher, so yeah. it's hard not to be... <laughs> Oh, man, yeah. So, uh, next we move into the lovely solo piano section where he did uh, some songs on his own. He did Solo from uh, Rain, he did Real Men from Night and Day, he did a cover of Steely Dan's Any Major Doodle Tell You, and he did A Place in the Rain from Rain as well. This was one of my favorite parts of the set. Like, like, I would go see him if it was just him and a piano because he's just so, um, do we need a moment?
2: No, these bitches aren't
0: going to let me out. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, no moment needed. <laughs> okay, yeah. He's just so, just so like, he knows how to deliver songs on his own because he played in bars so much as a kid, you know, just him and a piano. So he really knows how to entertain that way, and the songs he chose to do were great. I, I, my favorites were uh, Real Men, because that song, you know, hits me right in the feels. Like, that song means a lot to me. And uh, A Place in the Rain, because I've been having a bit of a rough week, and that song has kind of been a warm blanket for me. I've been listening to that a lot and it makes me feel good and to hear him play it live because he doesn't play that one every night on this tour. He switches it sometimes for drowning. Um, So I was really glad I got that one. I really enjoyed that part of the show. Uh, What did you think of the solo piano section?
2: I really liked um, the song Solo whereas he said solo. it's either solo or solo which I thought was really cool. Um,
0: The double meaning, yes.
2: Yeah, I like the double meaning and that's I liked that section because he was more interactive with the audience. That's when he started like talking and telling stories and explaining what the songs meant. And that helped me more as somebody who didn't really know the music as well or under necessarily understand, cause his, his music is obviously a lot more complicated than a lot of other people. Is this girl gonna, hold on.
0: These hoes these hoes let me t- let me tell the audience about the hoes I'm
2: sorry.
0: that's okay no no, no. this is, this is good podcast water uh, we are currently at parking garage people and we're dealing with uh the boomer hoes that won't let us out although this right. potential boomer hoes this ho- one
2: has let two people out so good on her
0: god, god bless you and i hope you didn't like, lo- vote for trump <laughs> like
2: come on at least every other person should let somebody out like I, that's what i try to do i agree Anyway. <laughs> All
0: right. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you were talking about Solo and uh, Joe kind of interacting with the crowd.
2: Yeah, that, I really liked that and, like, his, him telling the stories and explaining. I really liked his explanation of that song, and I feel like it was a really good song for people, like, during the pandemic because he was talking about how you can, you know, spend so much time alone that you get, like, in this depression and, like, you can't get out of it. And, the, you know, I really liked that song although I wasn't too appreciative of the people who were yelling at him during that song like people were like whooping and like
0: like, we love you Joe yeah
2: and he's trying to sing this like beautiful vulnerable heartfelt song about like being sad and alone and depressed and people are just being like drunken frat boys basically although they are way beyond their frat boy years and I was just,
0: like, wanted to punch people. Yeah, I was, I was going to bring that up. Like, the audience at this show left a lot to be desired, in my opinion. Um, just, like, look, I'm. I get you come to a show to have a good time and hoot and holler and hear your favorite songs. I understand that. And, in fact, I think you should come to a show and have a good time. But there's moments for that. Like, when an artist is trying to have a quiet moment, let them have it he was trying to share something with us, and what did, we, what did a lot of people do? They shit on yeah. us. <laughs> like, I like, it's lucky we didn't have 1980s Joe Jackson on that stage because 1980s Joe Jackson was a lot angrier and would, like, stop a song and yell at you. Like, there's stories back in the 80s, like, when people would go, we, like, we love you, Joe. He would go, I know my fucking name. Shut up. <laughs> so he didn't do that tonight. Like, he was very he very much pretended that wasn't going on. So and it was
2: almost throwing him off. It seemed like, like he yeah. seemed, we talked about this earlier. He almost seemed nervous when people were doing that. Like he didn't know what to do.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's so crazy to see that side of him because like, you know, he talks about, you know, in his book, if you guys have read it, uh, like, you know, entertaining Marines and sailors, you know, hard drunk drinking crowds in his youth. So you would think a few drunk boomers in, uh, El Cajon, California would be no problem, but uh, they were they were definitely getting to him a little bit. Which which is sad. It made it. He, he's he's re- really being honest and he's sharing with us. And so shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I did want to bring up one other thing he said. I, two po- high points for me there. Um, I love that when he did Place in the Rain, he talked about you know he always finds comfort in the rain. Like I find like I'm one of the rare people that like feels that way too. I love me a good cloudy day. I love me a good. Uh, rainstorm, and I live in California, so i 'm obviously uh broken in some way uh, but I love that he even said said like i i couldn 't live here. This is just depressing to me well we're
2: also we live in California, but we are midwest kids at heart
0: we are so we really are so we
2: have that love for the rain that we grew up with
0: so to hear him introduce that song like that i was, I, was, I was like, you are one of my people, dude, thank you And uh, I also loved... uh, I I loved him uh, talking about the Shakespearean fool. Which, I know that's a very smart and highbrow thing. And I'm sure that went over a lot of the drunk people's heads. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate that because it's easy to hear the song Fool and just go, Herder, he's making fun of Trump. Which he could be, but that's not what that song's about. Oh
2: yeah, and he even said that because he he said that people keep asking him who the fool is. And he's like, it's just... It's a metaphor, basically. It's, it's the comedian. It. it could be whoever you want it to
0: be, really. Yes. But yeah, that was definitely a highlight of the show. Um, next, we 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 brought the band back. Uh, started with a slower number called "Kings of the City." I was so thankful for this song because he was doing, he's doing, he does one song every night from the Fast Forward album. He either does "Kings of the City" and he does "The Blue Time." he does the blue time i don't like the blue time that much kings of the city is one of my favorite joe jackson songs so when he started playing that i was like yes um so cool and another one for the midwest kids in us uh Mm -hmm. you know we grew up in the middle of nowhere where you could see the stars all the time and you know now we've moved to the big city and we've got good lives but we don't see the stars anymore
2: (laughs) well that was another one i appreciated that he explained a little bit because i don't think i would have I don't really recall hearing that one too much. With I, you. I, I
0: save it for the right moments because so, it's it's such a slow song.
2: It's not one that I had heard a lot, so him giving that context allowed me to kind of listen to it a little more closely and get kind of his the meaning out of it better. Because I don't think I would have gotten that that meaning out of it just hearing it like that at the concert if he wouldn't have had explained it. Yeah,
0: and I will say that was a weird way to come back from the solo section Because it's very slow It's very uh, much a mood piece But uh, it, was, it was cool And then
2: It kind of a mild transition
0: Yep, and then he, he pulls a facet on the audience Made me laugh and he goes So I've been informed this year is the 40th anniversary of Night and Day Which I refuse to believe But I'm not going to do anything from that right now I'm gonna instead do two songs from an album I feel has overlooked called Blaze of Glory which this tour he kind of forced me to re-listen to that album because I would I would have told you last year that's not one of my favorite Joe Jackson albums but revisiting it it is moving up in the list rapidly he did two songs he did 19 forever and he did Blaze of Glory which are kind of the two story songs about the rock star character on the album you know He's not going to grow up. He's going to be 19 forever. But uh, he he dies of a drug overdose. He went out in a blaze of glory. Um, I liked hearing those two songs live, and I thought it was funny that uh, during the song blaze of glory, like there was kind of some sitari string noises uh, that he was doubling on a keyboard, and you were like, is he running tracks? <laughs> like, no, he's actually playing that.
2: Well, again, it's because of the lights. I couldn't really see him. And exactly what he was doing because it was so fucking bright over there, I couldn't tell if his hands. Because I knew the one hand was down, but I couldn't tell if the one hand was up, doing something else. So I was like, I'm not. I don't know if he's doing that or if there's a track. Like, what's going on?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was. I like those two tunes. Two, two, were those highlights for you, or those kind of go over your head?
2: Um. Well. Yeah, those ones I didn't really get too much, but I think he started, he was going to explain them, and then that's when they had the technical difficulties with the drums, right?
0: No, that was before Fool.
2: Was that before Fool? Oh, okay. Because he seemed like he was going to explain them, and then he was like, oh, we'll just do this.
0: I think the audience was kind of yelling at him again.
2: Yeah, because he, he, yeah, he was going to explain it, and then he just kind of got flustered and was like, oh, we're just going to go into it. So, yeah, that, those were kind of ones. I mean, they were, they were good, but I didn't really... Like all of the information you just shared with me would have been good to know. Yeah, going into it.
0: Alas, uh, I thought they went off really well. And "Blaze of Glory" especially is one of my favorite Joe Jackson songs. Now loved it. Then we got "Fool" with a little technical difficulty at the beginning, that where we had a very funny moment where someone yelled for him to play "Free Bird." And, of course, him being the, the sassy, uh, well, not really sassy, I know. He's very cutting. He's like, yeah, I'm going to play Freebird for you. Uh-huh, sure. Like, just like, yeah. <laughs> like, the derision in his voice was just palpable. Yeah, that was and I, fantastic. And for a second, I was like, oh, are we going to get 80s Joe? Is he, about, is he about to pop off? Is he about to yell at him? <laughs> but he didn't, and we got a great performance of the song, "Fool." Um I thought that went over great. There was a lot going on. It's like a it's like a like you said, it's a bit of a carnival song with all the strings and noises and he actually took an extended piano solo that I quite enjoyed. Uh, what'd you think of Fool?
2: Yeah, that was a good one. Yep.
0: Yeah. Liked it a lot. Again
2: it would been nicer with a full band, I
0: think. <laughs> oh, you, you mean to play like the extra string parts and yeah. like the uh, carnival sounds.
1: Yeah.
0: Can we get a calliope on the stage? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that would have been cool. Let's see. Next up was, uh, next we kind of, like, we did, he did the song Sing You Sinners, which was the intro tape, but he did, the band played it, and I thought that was cool. Um, it didn't really leave an impression on me, and it kind of just felt more like to be a transitional piece to what I'm calling the hits section of the show, where he played a lot of, played all the songs that basically everybody came to hear, um... So, like, is she really going out with him? It's different for girls.
2: That's when everybody but Alex woke
0: up. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the man. Wait for... No, I was uh, I was enjoying those.
2: Well, I know, but you were already awake.
0: Yeah, That's like... That's what I'm saying. I, oh, yeah. You were
2: already awake. Everybody else had to wake
0: up. <laughs> yeah, and he did, uh... He did, is she really going out with him a acapella, which I thought was that awesome. Was
2: super cool. I really liked that. Yeah, I
0: have, I have versions of him doing that before, so I was glad I got to see it live. It's... The band he's put together has really good singing voices, so it was yes. that was fantastic uh, You can
2: tell I he was struggling not I'm sorry. I'm driving and I'm it's trying okay. to like show with my hands I, <laughs> I shouldn't be doing that Oh god
1: <laughs> There's we, an
2: orphanage If we die it's Alex's fault <laughs> Oh fuck <laughs> Oh, uh, but you could tell when they were doing the acapella part that he was trying really hard not to play the piano. <laughs> yeah. He kept, like... He, he, he kept, like, like, putting his hands towards the keyboard, and then he, like, kept pulling them back. Like, go, oh, no, nope. I'm not supposed to do that. Oh, no, I'm nope. not supposed to do that.
0: <laughs> nope. Muscle memory dies hard. <laughs> Muscle memory dies very hard.
2: <laughs> oh, Me and my people observing.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get that. You know, what, what, I think it would have been cool maybe if you got all the band members to the front of the stage with like one of those like big sing around mics yeah. and just let them all sing together that'd and like snap like their a, fingers. Like
2: a, college,
0: like a Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, that went over great and the audience I think responded to it well. Uh, then yeah. we got It's Different For Girls, which is a, a song I like, but I, I think it's overrated. I know it's a hit and I know people love it, but I just always thought eh, it, it's, it's cool. I dig it, but not my favorite. But obviously, it popped off for the bitches. Yeah,
2: it's good. It's fun and it's upbeat. Yeah, everybody stood up for that. One of that the ra- was
0: <laughs> one of the rare songs where like it's the uh, guy rejecting the girl's advances for sex. So uh, you got that. <laughs> yeah, that's what that song song's about. Basically, oh, is it? yeah. You know, you know, she says, "Give me all you got, but not love." So she wants to have sex with him, but he wants to wait. <laughs> so it's it, it flips the rules. So, I yeah,
2: realize
0: that Yeah An interesting progressive little song From 1979 Um Then we get uh, One of my favorite Joe Jackson songs And the one that got Everybody up and dancing I'm the man Just punk Blast off Yeah like, I thought the lady, lady next to me
2: Was gonna elbow me in the head When she She got up so fast so I was like Holy crap <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah and I looked around Like Cause like at first I was like Oh there's only a few people dancing But then I looked I was like Holy shit like, people really do love those first two albums. And, yeah. man, he played that song great. He was into it. He was jamming behind oh, his piano. Yeah. I kind of wish he would have stood up, like, instead of, like, staying behind the keys. But, man, he was into it. He was having a good time. The band was tight.
2: That, that guitar player was really good. Oh,
0: yeah. Like, I was I was kind of bummed Gary Sanford wasn't in the band anymore. But now I'm not. Because yeah. this guy was great. Yeah, no,
2: he was good. He was I liked his purple suit. His yeah. purple and green suit. He, he was looked, very dapper. He looked kind of like the Joker, though.
0: <laughs> I uh, <laughs> go for the batman go for the batman <laughs> okay, I had to do that but yeah I'm the man Was that was one of the best parts of the show for me and I uh, coined the immortal term bitches love Joe Jackson <laughs> they did
2: though did
0: you, did you love I'm the man
2: yeah that one was really good
0: why do you think women love him so much I don't know is, 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 is it just all women want a pale British dude Okay.
2: Also, because he maybe because he's kind of like you. You're the, he's the, the unassuming, nice guy yep. that everybody can be friends with and is the safe guy. Yeah. Maybe. I'm just pulling that out of my ass there. Well, I don't yep. really know anything about him, so
0: yeah, the, I could be completely wrong. Well, the main difference between us is he swings both ways and I swing one way. So there you go. Yeah. Uh. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah now, now we move into uh, as we get close to home, the end of the night and the encore. He did two songs after an extended standing ovation. Uh, he did uh, you can't get what you want till you know what you want from Body and Soul, which is a, a jaunty little uh, jazzy piece, uh, jazzy pop number. Now, again, not like it's different for girls, not one of my favorites, but not a bad song either. Um, and I enjoyed it. I kind of liked this arrangement better without the horns personally, uh, Because the original feel... Well, the original feels almost too much like a cheesy big band song. Yeah. Not a good one. Um, but that's just me. Uh, what do you think of uh, Can't Get What You Want?
2: That was the first song? For yep. It? Can't Get What You Want? Um, I thought it was a little, you know what little lackluster for, yeah. know, for a song. Yeah. We, I, I didn't
0: really. We needed a banger. Get
2: it? Yeah, like, I thought it was a, a decent enough song, but I don't really understand why they used that song for the encore. Like, I, I, it's not something I would end on like that. Yeah. I don't know, that's
0: just me. And then, I knew this was coming, but to the audience's <laughs> shock, they didn't know this was Nobody coming.
2: Nobody else knew what was
0: coming. Um, so he does, of course, you've got to do stepping Out. I mean, how can you not? But he threw us a curveball and did the rearranged slow version from the 1986 live album and uh, I think this version is interesting it's kind of trippy and heady it's a really strange way to end a show but I like what they did is that the band kind of just slowly disappeared, disappeared like the drum yeah. stopped and then the bass stopped and then the guitar stopped and then he stopped and he took his bows and he left and it was a very vibey trippy version of the song
2: it was I liked it but again I just don't know if I would encore that right yeah Like, like I feel like the last the encore Prapped. Yep. Like, the, like he should have ended the app, the main set with
0: like those two, songs. and then just
2: like hit it hard with the encore with the other two. Yeah. I don't
0: know. That's just me. No, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you because like part of me was still thinking like I kind of want to hear that jaunty bass line in the original. The yeah.
2: yeah
0: it, it was it was just a trip. I mean, one of the things I admire about Joe is he does what he wants because uh, he knows what he wants.
2: <laughs> also, do you remember what song I said I could probably fit the Dawson's Creek thing? Blaze theme of to, Glory. Blaze of Glory. Okay, I'll have to, I'll have to show you that
0: later. Okay, we'll I'll, I'll be curious to hear this.
2: We'll have
0: to do that. Later. Uh, and maybe if if I feel froggy, I will download the Dawson's Creek theme, and you listeners will get a side by side comparison.
2: <laughs> it's just—it's not the whole theme. It's just like a little part of it. I think you could fit into the mel like into like the. Not necessarily the melody, just like the the guitar <laughs> part.
0: Well, this will be interesting.
2: I don't uh, know. That also, might that was also like I said, that was one of the ones I didn't really like. Wasn't that interested in, and I think my brain might have just been trying to make, interesting <laughs> make big sense of it. <laughs> and it was like, oh, let's find something from your childhood that makes a connection with this. Oh, hey Dawson, this kind of sounds like the Dawson's Creek thing <laughs> might might fit in there. Okay, let's see sit here and sing it in your head and see if it it fits oh it kind of
0: does that's weird joe joe jackson and teen dramas go together like like uh nitroglycerin and toddlers (laughs) i don't know that just sounds like a weird combination um but yeah overall an incredible show i'm totally thankful just that he got up and played for us like i'll take anything you big band solo piano the trio whatever joe wants to do i'm i'm down he puts on a great show uh, any parting words from you the life <laughs> we'll fix that in post yes please do uh no i
2: i i'm tired i need to go to sleep that's about it
0: all right well we're gonna
2: we're gonna go free the tunnel and
0: go to our place in the rain thank you dear listeners i'm the sly dog peace love and remember you can't get what you want until you know what you want for listening to the sly dog music cast if you want to know what's going on follow me on twitter at sly dog music cast or facebook at sly dog music cast thanks again for listening peace love and music